Hampshire Hispites. Join us as we delve into the past and go on a journey to discover some of the county's best, and occasionally unknown, history. We'll be speaking to experts, as well as enthusiasts, asking them to reveal some of our hidden heritage, as well as share with you a few fascinating untold stories. Hello, welcome to today's episode of Hampshire Hiss Bites. I'm Richard North, your podcast host, and this episode is recorded from the newly opened ARC in Winchester, an exciting new cultural venue at the heart of the physical activities of the Hampshire Cultural Trust. I'm joined by Paul Sapwell, who's the chief executive of the Hampshire Cultural Trust. He's going to tell us a little bit about the aims of the Trust and its activities and give us a sense of some of the exciting new projects it has planned coming down the line in the rest of 2022. Thanks very much for joining me today to talk a little bit about the Hampshire Cultural Trust. I wonder if we might start just with a couple of words on yourself, just to introduce yourself sure. and tell us about how you came to the job. Yeah, my name's Paul Sapwell, I'm the Chief Executive at Hampshire Cultural Trust. Um, I've been working for the Trust since 2016. Joined the Trust then after having a career predominantly in hospitality and leisure, actually, but always with a keen interest in the arts and heritage. I joined as a Chief Operating Officer and then took over the Chief Executive role in 2018. So I've been in that role for just under four years. And in terms of the Trust itself, it's a really exciting time, isn't it? It's a very dynamic organisation. It's, it's undertaking a, a real breadth of work. Why don't we jump in and you can tell me a little bit about how the Trust is founded, what it's trying to do and, and what makes it unique? Sure, yeah, definitely definitely an exciting time. Huge year coming up for us. Um, the Trust itself was set up in 2016. It comprises of what was the Winchester City Council Museums and Arts Service and Hampshire County Council's Museum and Arts Service. So they were spun out, if you like, into an independent charity. Um, as uh, an independent trust, we're one of the biggest in the country, certainly in terms of geographic spread. Um, we took on 23 uh, different venues, ranging from museums to art centres. We've got three government-indemnified galleries, one of which is obviously here in Winchester, where we are today at the Ark. Um, but the Trust was, was more than just operations and, and operating venues. You know, it was, it was set up with the idea, yes, for sure, in 2016, about helping culture become more resilient in the face of what was clearly going to be a difficult time financially for local authorities but equally as a charity um, we were set up with the social impact that we have and the and the impact on communities um, particularly those communities that are if you like the horrible term hard to reach but communities that don't necessarily engage in arts and culture as, as a really central strand of what we're about as well and that's important for our charity um, the, the quality of culture in Hampshire, as you know, is, has always been incredibly high. But we, we were set up really to, to be able to invest back in it with the idea that we could be more successful financially and be able to invest back in our venues, invest back in, in projects. Um, and, and, and we've been successful in, in doing so. Um, and obviously those Winchester listeners will, will know some of the shows that we've, we've put on down here at what is now the Ark that was Winchester Discovery Centre you know, from Jane Austen 200 um, through to 
the Turner uh, exhibition a few years back. It's, it's interesting you talk as well about impact, you know, social impacts. Mm. Um, and there's a really nice impact map, isn't there, on, on the Hampshire Cultural Trust website that, yeah. that people can look at. And we'll put a link to that in our, in our show notes if anyone wants to go and have a look. Are there, are there any kind of specific examples of projects either that you've undertaken or coming up um, that you want to kind of give us an example? Our project with education centres what were pupil referral units, if you like, young people who've been excluded from mainstream education. We're, we're the only cultural organisation actually in the country that's had a, across the county, a relationship with all of those centres. And, and we've had a programme called Horizon 2020, which has been working with young people and artists to explore in those centres, you know, artistic intervention in some of the problems that that these young people have and that's been really successful some incredible art that's come out of that and I think what's what's fantastic about what we have is the here at the Ark as it was Winchester Discovery Centre we had two galleries so we've got the the, the big government indemnified gallery and where we've brought in Turner and the, and the big loans and for those who don't know government indemnified means that you're suitably if you like, qualified as a venue to take on the big hitters, if you like, and do it safely and, um, and keep them in the right condition. But we also have the City Space Gallery, which um, has more local shows, community shows, local organisations. And, and so we were able to, to showcase the young people's work from Horizon 2020 in that gallery alongside the big artists in the main gallery, which, I mean, having been to a few of those and seeing what that means to young people who've got this interest in art and who would never have believed that they could have their art on show let alone in, in the same building as as an old master is you know it's phenomenal really it's brilliant isn't it i mean i know one of the things that the trust says it wants to do is to change lives through culture and i don't think there's a, a better example probably than, than a project like that. that that's what it's all about you know it's as we, we are the stewards of a huge collection two collections actually um from hampshire county council and, and winchester city council so we have that important if you like regulatory responsibility to look after the historic collections two and a half million objects between the two of them it's it's a large collection but for us as a charity what's important is that we're using those collections the resources that we've got the venues that we've got to to impact on people's lives Um, you know i strongly feel that keeping hold of of so much stuff and and nobody seeing it is such a waste and goes against really the idea that you can impact people's lives and you know that ranges from everything really from you know an experience where you see something fascinating which prompts an interest in history and for anybody through to something like Horizon yeah. where we're directly impacting the lives in a, in a quite targeted way. It's, it's brilliant to hear about that sort of project work and, and the workshop side of things as well because you mentioned you know, I know you've got 23 venues and they stretch from I think there's Rockbourne Roman Villa at one yeah. end of the sort of perhaps chronological spectrum and at one side of the county and then right up to kind of Farnborough in the north where there's been some really exciting projects around kind of community relations and Gurkhas and then yeah. there's some exciting stuff going on isn't there um, down in Gosport for example rooting culture in the, the centre of the community in a different way there. Yeah I mean Gosport's just an amazing place isn't it it's a sort of treasure trove of of heritage and stories and, and of course you know that's bit that people are interested in and heritage open days of course started in gospel that's something that hampshire should be really proud of yeah. and we've been raising money for the last couple of years for a big redevelopment of our gallery and a museum down there bringing the museum collection into a, a small museum driven actually by 
what the community wanted to see. We've done a lot of community engagement to see what objects mean something to them and the stories that link people today with that. Um, so there's, there's going to be a new museum. And, and we've got a, a gallery there which has uh, put on really great shows. We want to provide better access to that gallery. At the moment, if you are familiar with it, it's quite difficult to find the entrance, which is never the best thing for a public art gallery. So we're going to... We're going to sort that out and renovate that whole building. Um, so it's, it's a large building, not without its challenges, but, but actually quite an iconic building in, in Gospel, and it's right in the centre there. And clearly, you know, being on the high street there in Gospel is, is really vital, obviously, for, for our museum. But equally, you know, it's no secret what high streets are going through at the moment yeah. in the decline of retail, and, and, and culture has a really big role to play in attracting people to high streets and the associated businesses. So... Yeah. It's a really exciting place to be there and just brilliant that we've, we've got this really great building and a new gallery and, and museum there. You know. Yeah. And that's, that will open in, in late summer, we hope. Capital projects in 2022 always have that caveat, I'm afraid. There's, there's so many uh, delays to materials and things like that. But, but you know, we're, we're, we're reasonably confident that we can make that, yeah. make that yeah. deadline. That's fantastic. I mean, I look forward to getting down there and seeing that myself. As, as you say, I don't know as much about Gospel as I would like to, so it's a really good opportunity to kind of open up um, a different side, perhaps a more hidden side of Hampshire's culture. Yeah, yeah. Lo- loads of the stuff in, in Gospel has been sort of hidden behind kind of military infrastructure, and, and certainly there's a willingness now to find other uses for those kind of spaces and, and welcome you know, people into spaces that were previously behind fences. There's a lot of development and, and a lot of ambition in the town and uh, we're really pleased that we're part of what's driving that yeah as well as kind of bringing culture onto the high street being culture into people's lives transforming lives and putting it at the centre of communities we talked a little bit didn't we about innovation I know that innovation is quite important uh, to the Hampshire Cultural Trust and you've got some really exciting work going on um, that we can possibly say a little bit about now possibly say a little bit more about later what, is there anything you want to to share with us on, on their innovation I side. mean, I, I think what's important for a cultural organisation is that is, is like everything in, in the world, you know, change happens at pace. And so we've always got to challenge ourselves with, with the way that we reach people, you know. I don't, I don't feel that, you know, in 50 years' time, the, the chances of going into a museum that looks like museums do today is, is going to be remote. You know, people aren't going to want to engage with just great big cases of stuff. That has a role, don't get me wrong, but to engage new audiences who haven't engaged before, you need to find other ways of doing it. So yeah, we, we, we're looking at digital engagement, and, and of course that's now part of our programme. Yeah. You know, we think about when we put a programme on, you know, whether that be a, a talk from a, a curator or, or something yeah. uh, that we can put onto, onto Cultural and Cool. So that's, it, it's been really important to be ready online, but, but equally to, you know, engage people in different ways in, in the venues. So I think you're probably hinting at the big one, which is our project in Winchester this year, and working with Ubisoft, well, the fourth biggest computer game company in the world, actually. And our collaboration with them is about their latest version of Assassin's Creed, which is one of the, the top video game sellers, and, and their latest version of that being Valhalla, which... Um, you take on the role of a, of a Viking invader coming to England and, and fighting the Anglo-Saxons. And a great part of this game is actually based in Winchester. And Ubisoft have recreated Anglo-Saxon Winchester, which for a, a museum and heritage organisation is phenomenal. And we've collaborated 
with them on a number of elements um, since we were put in contact with them by Professor Ryan Lavelle, professor at Winchester University, who's worked with these guys as a historic advisor. And, and actually what they do after they've made this, this violent version of the game is they then make a non-violent version of the game, which they call the Discovery Tour, which is now available actually as a standalone product. If you've got the game, then you get it as a bolt-on. And that is very much a sort of educational exploration tool, so you can go and explore this landscape. And you will find our objects in it, objects from our collections that have been digitally recreated and put in the game um, with, with, with links to where actually you can, you can come and see them in Winchester so yeah I, I, you know the, the computer games Ubisoft tell us that it's something like uh, one in four people in the world regularly play computer games I mean you're talking about an audience of literally millions and millions of people and the guys who play Assassin's Creed you know they're, they're interested in the history and, yeah. and, and so it's a, it's a really good link this- into you know, engaging history. This is really exciting. I mean, this is, this is Hampshire Culture Trust kind of at the heart of innovation in terms of heritage, bringing the digital world in, bringing new audiences in, and potentially uh, creating a new incentive, I think, for people to come and visit Winchester, people that will have access to this game but may not have um, experience, direct experience of Hampshire's heritage, Winchester's heritage, might look through, see an object that's in our collections, our community's collections, and be able to, to come in and, and see it. But but they might not otherwise have discovered that. That, that is really exciting. Yeah, we think so. Um, it, it, it's going to be better than that as well. We're going to bring a new experience to Winchester, which I, I can't talk about at the moment because we're still in commercial negotiations about, but there's going to be a really exciting new way to access that stuff opening in the autumn in, in Winchester in, uh, in a really innovative form where people will be able to access some of that content in a real world sense and uh, yeah we're really excited with that because it's, it, it's on, the, on the cutting edge of how you access objects and heritage through digital medium. I mean it sounds fantastic, I'm going to stop myself asking you too much more about it because I know we're at the limit of what we can say today but hopefully Yeah we'll... I mean just watch this space it's, it's, it's going to be, it really is going to be great and the guys at Ubisoft are, uh, I mean their content is, is phenomenal but the, the other partners involved in the project in sort of bringing that to life in Winchester, which is what we want to do, are, are equally exciting partners to work with. So it's, it's a real, real privilege that we've, uh, to be working with these guys. I suppose it would be remiss of me if I didn't ask you a little bit um, as well while we're speaking about the hidden work and the kind of behind the scenes uh, amazing things that go on in terms of caring for those two and a half million objects that you said are in the trust care mm-hmm. and also for example some of the ongoing resources that people in Hampshire can can access the Hampshire wardrobe is one very colorful example but I know there's a lot that goes on behind the scenes too in terms of curation and that of course is I suppose arguably at, at the root of these amazing innovative experiences that we're thinking about that we're going to bring out but we couldn't do it without the amazing work that goes on. Oh, no. I mean we, we've got a central collections team and a team of, of conservators and conservation guys who, who frankly for me are you know, best in class. We work out of our base at, at Chilcombe just outside of, of Winchester and we have an ongoing programme of conservation of the objects. That work goes on every day. Fortunately Know, we've, we've still been able to support that work here in Hampshire in, in-house. Um, a lot of county services no longer support that kind of work specifically and, and, and you know, it's really important to us that, that we do. And that's, 
you know, an absolutely essential ingredient yeah. um, for what we do. And and people can, you know, you can you can access that. You know, it's not as though it's all behind closed doors. You can get in, in touch with children. Obviously, we open those stores up and have talks from our experts, Heritage Open Days. But but equally, you know, we're always uh, ready to have an inquiry. I mean, uh, if you talk to any of our collections guys, con- conservators, they'd be very excited to to show off what they're what they're doing. Show off the long word, not show off themselves, but show off the, the work. You know, the love for the objects and what we do is yeah. is, is really important. The heartbeat of, of any museum organisation, really. Yeah, no, that's that's fantastic. Well, there's there's an amazing array of stuff there, um, and there's there's lots to look forward to this year. I suppose we should also just say a final word about Heritage Open Days, because I know that Hampshire Culture Trust is going to be doing some exciting work around that, and indeed working with the Hampshire History Trust. Is there anything you'd like to kind of foreshadow um, around your cooperation there? For us, it's, I mean, it's such an important event and festival for people to, to come in and, and learn and the associated talks and lectures and etc. that go around it are a really important part of the, of the annual calendar and uh, we're always delighted to be part of it here in Winchester and beyond. I mean, actually, to be honest, in, we would like to see more stuff elsewhere in Hampshire as well you know uh, uh, the place that's you know there's a fantastic team of volunteers here as yourself being one of them of course who make this uh, make this happen every year in Winchester and and of course this stuff really relies on volunteers I, I should say just on the volunteer part the Hampshire Cultural Trust massively relies on volunteers as well um, and, and actually heritage and arts generally does you know we're not a uh, profitable Industry, uh, although we we do make enough money now to sustain us, and that's part of what we've been set up to do. But we we simply couldn't offer the breadth and diversity of, of work that we do without without volunteers. Yeah, um, it's it, and that's really important for, for heritage generally ac- across the UK. Well, that's that's really exciting actually because. I think you've portrayed quite an interesting picture, a really exciting picture of how the cultural trust is is a bit is quite unique. It's uh, it, it acts alongside uh, the local authorities, um, but it's very much rooted in the community. And I suppose that volunteering aspect goes hand in hand with that, arguably. Hundred percent, yeah. And yeah. It's, if people want to get involved and, and would like to volunteer and to support the work of the cultural trust. How, how can they go about doing that? Well, they can get in touch with us on our standard number and a standard email, or they can pop into any of their local venues, to be honest. The best thing is to, is, is to pop into to somewhere that you're um, interested in and, and talk to the people who work there, whether that be our managers or, or you know, at Chilcombe, the, the collections guys. You know, people will be delighted to, to talk to anybody who wants to, wants to be part of it. That's as important to us as, as anything, as you say. Brilliant. All right. So o- open arms uh, for the community culture. Oh, yeah, definitely. Yeah. Brilliant. Paul, thank you so much. It's been really, really interesting to, to hear properly about the work of the Hampshire Cultural Trust and to, to get a flavour of some of the really exciting things that are coming up this year in particular, as well as to get a sense of the, the amazing ongoing work that goes on behind yeah. the scenes to bring that amazing heritage that we have here in Hampshire out into the community. Um, hopefully we'll talk to you again this week be the last time we have a chat of course yeah it'd be, be great to have a chat nearer the end of the year when we can sort of talk a bit more about our Ubisoft collaboration and hopefully have 
have something to show you, a bit more tangible to show you and your uh, and your listeners. Um, but watch this space; it's uh, it's going to be a it's a big year. Brilliant, brilliant. Well, it's an exciting time to be part of Hampshire's heritage and Hampshire's culture. So, thank you very much for joining us today. Pleasure. Thank you. you enjoyed listening to today's episode if you would like to find out a little bit more about what we've been talking about then please visit the website www.winchesterheritageopendays.org or click on Hampshire Hispites and there you'll find today's show notes as well as some links to more information thank you